Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Oi, what's the best game where you get to eat pie? What's the best game where you play a dead guy? I you'll find out in DJ247's podcast. Here, what's the best game where you swing from a rope? And what's the best game where you battle the pole? Like I said, you will find out in this your podcast. Hello and welcome to VG247's Best Games Ever podcast, where we attempt to find the best game within a a fairly specific category. For example, this week we're looking for the best game set in London. Uh, uh, We did New York a couple of weeks earlier. Uh, London, of course, is like the other uh, big video game city. You've basically got London, uh, New York, sometimes LA, sometimes Tokyo, but London and New York are where like the action tends to happen uh london less so and uh, usually in more kind of grottier projects it's just like just like real life really london is the sort of poorer older shitter grimier cousin of new york which is uh, essentially london hd remake as we all i'm sure agree right okay uh but uh james was in new york recently uh james do you spend much time in london uh not particularly i go down uh, i'm going in a couple of weeks actually because it's my uh for a birthday, but uh, yeah, uh, the, the the I'm sure nobody's going to pick this because it's a terrible game. But the when I think of look games in London, I always think about Watch Dogs Legion, and that game yeah, yeah, was a, yeah, was yeah. an interesting representation of London because it was kind of the most one to one that I think we've seen. And the yeah. funny thing about it was that whenever I do go to London, I always, always, always get lost on the same road behind the portrait gallery near Covent Garden. And I did the same thing <laughs> yeah. in Watch Dogs Legion. I, got, I went down the same <laughs> stupid access road that goes behind the gallery. And it's like, yeah. it's, wow, I'm getting lost in games now. It, it, truly, yeah, truly yeah. amazing. <laughs> you know how Watch Dogs Legion kind of came out in the middle of COVID? And um, I had very recently basically the timeline for that for me was like i moved from london to bristol right before covid kicked off and then found myself in a new city that i couldn't do anything in because covid had hit so i was just like my life is hasn't really changed but the the kind of the backdrop has like the things out the window have changed but i i like you know and I uh, so I started playing Watch Dogs Legion around that time, and it was really eerie because, like the how accurate Central London is in that mm. game is incredible. Mm. But there's things about it that betray the fact that it's made by a bunch of Canadians and not by Londoners. Because <laughs> Andy Kelly pointed out on Twitter um, uh, around the time that like all the fish and chip shops uh, have names that are like puns on tuna, and it's like. And you can just you can see like a Canadian being like, ah, oh, well, <laughs> yeah, because all Canadians yeah. are Norm Macdonald. They would sound like that, yeah. Oh <laughs> well, yeah, well, tuna's a fish, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and and then and then, well, and, and then that apparently being fine, um, but uh, obviously it doesn't work on any level. And um, the geography is sort of. Do you know what actually though? One thing they absolutely nailed was uh, the 
uh, uh, the Vauxhall tube station that has that weird fucking fork ramp. And every time everyone sees it, they go, oh, God, I'd love to drive off that on a motorbike. And they made it so that you can do that quite easily. They like they added a bit to this tube station where you can be like, yeah, yeah, you can you can you can drive off that if you want and, and sort of do a re- weird South London recreation of that bit in Terminator 2. Anyway, getting off top. I'm spiraling again. I'm getting, I'm getting off topic. Uh, joining us this week, as you've heard, James Billcliffe. Uh, Connor Macker is with, with us this week. Uh, and I think you won the last time you were on, right? Yeah, I did. Um, which uh, is uh, New York, so, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, uh, and Connor, every time Connor uh, loses, he kicks right off. And every time he wins, he's uh, just a bit of a shit about it. So I'm just, uh, I'm just chuffed, you know. So, it doesn't happen often. So <laughs> when it does happen, I'm just like, I feel genuinely quite so, good about yeah. myself. Meaning to throw you born every now and then, otherwise you wouldn't turn up. Uh, and uh, also joined by Mark Warren, uh, who uh, you did you win? And you have not won yet, have you? Oh no. Um, my my thing is that I'm going to go on on a massive losing streak and then win one and be really happy and then go on a losing streak again. <laughs> that's like that's like Connor's like that's my thing, man. Um, okay, <laughs> right. Okay, let's get into it. So uh, this week, I would like to first hear from uh, Mark. What have you got for us on this one? Well, so. My pick for this one is the original Midnight Club, a game that you definitely haven't had me heard me talk about before. De- definitely hasn't come up in a- any recent podcasts. Um, an entirely new take from me here. Um, but yes, it's a game that is half set in London, so it has to make its case for why it's the best London game in half the time that most other games set in London have to do and I, th- I think it still does a cracking job yeah, so yes yeah, it's, yeah. London is basically the second place that you go to once you've beaten everyone that's worth beating in New York you end up in London which is where all of the best races are suggesting that London is better than New York something that I think Londoners would definitely get behind um, the, yeah. ver- the version of London depicted in it has all kinds of London landmarks like the London Eye, Big Ben, Buckingham Palace the Tower Bridge, the River Thames. I don't know if that counts because it's just a body of water, but hey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When, when you're driving around, there's double-decker buses, which definitely tells you that this weird 2D polygon space is definitely London and not New York. You have moved on. You're not having a weird dream. Yeah. Um, but the reason that I really wanted to pick it is because last time, I think I came a cropper because I didn't focus enough on the characters. Because as we all know, the most important thing in a racing game that can be summed up by the words broom, broom, car, go fast are the in-depth characters. <laughs> so what I'm going to do is have a look at some of the English characters in the original Midnight Club. There's three of them. Mm-hmm. You, you race them all when you go to London and the little bios that they've got are brilliant. First of all, they're all complete Tories, um, <laughs> which is as, as you pretty much expect. Well, they've got a fast um, yeah. Driving yes. a nice car in London, obviously a Tory. <laughs> yeah. Yep, there's there's no working class people in Vauxhall courses here. It's all <laughs> Tories. The um the city the city champion of London is yeah. a guy called Darren Thurrock. <laughs> yes, who who is he's, ba- he's basically an estate agent. He's, yeah. his bio his bio reads Darren's methodical and ruthless approach to business has helped him amass a fortune. His driving is the same. 
and his fortune has provided him with one of the fastest cars in the world. So, <laughs> so, so first of all, you can tell it was written by Jeremy Clarkson. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and second of all, yeah, pr- prime Tory. Yeah. Um, the other yeah. two are a random bloke who drives a Mini Cooper, who I believe the description, it, it doesn't actually show up on the wiki page, but yeah. I believe the description is basically that he's a Jack the Lad that you wouldn't trust with your sister. Which, <laughs> yep. Oh, actually, I, I found it here, and it ends with the line, he sees himself as the Napoleon of street racers. What does that mean? We don't know. <laughs> Can he reach the pedals? <laughs> I, I don't know. Just <laughs> the most London man in the world comparing himself to a Frenchman. And then finally, um, there is... A woman whom it basically describes in terms that begin and end with the word sexy. So there's a woman who's just been dismissed in a very sexist manner, which is British culture to a T. Um, <laughs> and basically, yes, th- those those are the three representatives of Britain that they've picked out. So yes, that that, that, that is that is that is that is my pitch. Covered most please, of the bases please, there, right? Yep, please pick it because it deserves to be in <laughs> mainly, mainly because I like I like the name Darren Thurrock. <laughs> that, that's a name that needs to have MP after it, doesn't it? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Darren Thurrock sounds like a red wall Tory who's like definitely about to lose his seat and is kicking right off about it to nobody in particular. He's, de- he's definitely defected to UK. Yeah, yeah. He's tweeting a lot right now. And people are begging <laughs> him to stop. Um, so uh yeah i love that i think you, you somehow you've made a better case for a midnight club being a, a london game than than being a new york game um and uh, and as we pointed out last week you know the new york cabbie well as you pointed out last week the new york cabbie the most new york of men and the london cabbie is the most london of men and uh, uh and, and I, I will specify this week the protagonist is a london cabbie yeah, he has to be. He starts off in New York, but he's he's definitely a London cabbie this week. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, no, that's not. That can't be right. It it is Connor. It's this logic. He's he's a London cabbie this week. I'm, I'm <laughs> why, so. I think you're pulling the wool over Isaac. He started <laughs> in New York, obviously. Yeah, yeah. You ruined us. I mean, uh, you, you know, like you don't start the game with him as a baby. Like there, there's presumably stuff that he did. <laughs> like you know, at some point, at some point, he had to learn how to drive. You know, is the main I, character from New York or London? This is how very do, important. For, there's no evidence as to whether he's from New York or London. So my head canon is that he was born in London, went to New York, and then yeah. has come home. It's a it's a triumphant homecoming to yeah, earn okay. the title of best man to drive a car around streets i would i would much i find that version of events much more believable than he started off as a new yorker and then became like the best driver in london because like that way around doesn't make sense because like you know like americans can't drive despite being like a country that is a hundred percent built on the concept of the automobile none of them know how to operate one they haven't even got all the pedals they just press it and it goes. Like mm. they don't know how like cars actually work. So one of them coming over to London would be like, "What? What, what do I do with a stick?" Uh, so like, he's got to have started in England because otherwise he wouldn't be able to drive. Right? Okay. So uh, Midnight Club once again being submitted for best game in 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 the world's number number two city. 
uh well i mean pre-2016 it probably was probably <laughs> probably like number seventh now or something um and uh, gonna make bill cliff go last again because he's filling in for tom uh so connor what have you got for us what is the best game set in london uh you live quite near london yeah, I live within like an hour. Um, I didn't have a huge amount of time to figure this out. Um, but thankfully, I do have a game that's quite close to like my heart that is like very much not only set in London, but is very, you know, London is very core to its sort of sort of experience, the experience of the game. And also is very, very, very British. Yeah. And that game is Sunless Sea from wow. Far Better Games. Jesus. That game is exceptionally fantastic. It's sort of like a fantasy RPG where, you know, London is basically set in like a subterranean uh, land, basically. It's no longer on the surface. And all the Londoners are basically permanently in the dark in this underground sort of city. And you as a sailor have to sail out to different ports around London and keep going forward and back, forward and back to trade and like discover secrets and mysteries and stuff like that. And it's fantastic. Um, the entire game is kind of built around going to and from London. Um, it's all about like having tea and bringing in like supplies and all that sorts of stuff. And it's just fantastic. It's all about, you know, that sort of London experience, which is commuting to and from London, which is kind of my experience of London. <laughs> I mean, that is, um, that's kind of it, right? You just kind of go like, in It's like life in Southern England in a nutshell <laughs> yeah it takes forever um it's often dangerous you know every now and again yeah. and it's expensive i mean you spend so much money on like oil and stuff like and i mean if you're in the if you're in the uk now and you've ever taken a train to london you know it costs like 100 pounds per trip which is awful does it take um, that is it 100 pounds from Reading? no it's not it, it was like 80 pounds to get from like a return ticket if you don't book ahead of time is like 70 quid jesus christ that's ridiculous it's just really really dire but yeah um i think right rather than picking a game that's kind of like half set in london with a dubious link with the main character um (laughs) i picked a game that's kind of all about the city and the mysteries of it and you know it's just kind of an exceptional representation of that sort of british culture especially since it's kind of set like victorian uh uk yeah so it's quite clo- it's quite colonial as well the, it's the like, victorian oh, era being the most london of eras exactly it's like they're like oh god we've invented a new part of the world where we can go and be obnoxious and sail around and conquer stuff um which opens up for like a variety of interesting situations uh yeah the game's solid very London-based, and it, you know, kind of wraps up my experience of London, which is awful travel. <laughs> yeah, uh, her, her, like just, just the the meandering in and out of uh, like the, the worst city on the planet, which is mm. like an eldritch horror. Uh, yeah, yeah, I get it. Yeah, I feel like um, I don't know anything about the developers, but I get the sense that they know and understand Le- London intimately. Uh, oh, yeah. No, UK-based. Um, yeah. Won a bunch of, like, was nominated for the Writers Guild of Great Britain Award. Yeah, so uh, Sunless Sea, it's a, are there any cabbies in it, though? 
you i mean it's under it's, it's underground on an ocean so yeah no and it's set in victorian times so no there were boats yeah. there were lots of boats i mean I, I'll, I was, I'll, I'll, sorry you carry on are they yellow or do they have the word taxi on them <laughs> they because can be yellow you've got, to, you've got to be explicit taxi drivers do not play <laughs> I don't think the word taxi was used, yeah, but you and... can, you know, shoot giant eldritch monsters from your yeah, boat, which is kind of the same vibe, right? It's, I mean, it's not not really uh, the sort of activity we associate with cabbies. Um, but, <laughs> not you know, in this country, uh, operating no. on the no. principle that the cabbie is the most London man, if he's not represented in uh, in in a video game can it be said to be the best game set in london i mean back in uh, those days london was sort of like a, a very like it's like a trade hub like a port town because we'd take a bunch of other country stuff and sail it back yeah to london. But they are, they are, so of its time i suppose the sailor was the most londonish of person uh, that's that's possibly true yeah yeah and we, we don't know i mean I, I don't know firsthand but like yeah yeah i mean although like the most the most london person in victorian times probably like a, a, a dying orphan uh right okay let's <laughs> let's move on to james Billcliff. well speaking um, speaking of dying orphans have i got a game for you <laughs> oh, <well. laughs> so uh, uh, a vg24 7 we we love a janky game jank is our favorite genre genre do you say Jim, we've been talking about a, a brilliant game, yeah. <laughs> a brilliant game recently, yeah. uh, Robocop, Robocop Rogue City, which is uh, one of our favourite games of the year. I think, actually, funnily, it's definitely in my top five. Yeah. Which in a which in a year that's had Starfield, Zelda, Baldur's Gate three, <laughs> Robocop Rogue City is is probably yeah. after those games. So, but. The, it's, it's, previous, it's up there, right? Yeah, it's, it's actually 10. very good. Yeah, it's actually There's very no good. Way, but right? The previous to RoboCop, my favorite janky game, which I played in, which I played like on release. Like, how when was it? I think it was about five years ago now. In June, which is hilarious in itself because this is the most Halloweeny horror game, dank and wet streets of London that you could ever play. Uh, it's Vampire. The don't nod, uh, what would you call it? Sort of action, action adventure game. PS2 games, PS2 vibes out of the wazoo. What a game this is! The the, <laughs> the just like the 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 archetypal awesome jank game, and I just love it so much. And I had such a great time with yeah. it, uh, playing it completely incongruously in the brightest summer that I think we have ever had. Uh, so so the the yeah. the gist of it is that you you play as Jonathan Reed I think his name is very sort of man name but he, he's a he's a doctor and he's afflicted with vampirism as he's kind of returning home from the first world war in this kind of spanish flu era ravaged uh victorianesque london well not victorianesque literally victorian london mm. and um uh, he has to kind of uh, uh, throughout the story he, he discovers that what is perceived as the Spanish flu ap- epidemic is actually uh, an outbreak of vampirism throughout the city and he has to wrestle with his own kind of affliction whilst trying to solve the mystery and save the rest of the city from this this plague 
And the what I love about janky games the most is that they're always and 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 you can get loads of janky games that are a rubbish tie-in sort of tribe, don't they? But the best janky games are ones that are extremely brave in their kind of mechanical direction and feel bespoke and interesting and have tried really hard to do something different, but uh, kind of constrained by the either the 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 budgetary or the engine or or whatever they're trying to do. And I think the vampire is like the mm-hmm. absolute archetypal example of this, where it has that third person action sort of thing there's a little bit of combat there's a little bit of walking around but it has a, a central mechanic where you are building relationships with different townspeople or city uh, dwellers in london and you can either uh, mesmerize them and turn them into your thralls or you can kill them to get xp and level up your vampiric powers mm. or you can just be friends with them and do their side quests and find their favorite flowers or save their children or do all of this sort of stuff and that is how you get to the kind of Hippocratic. That that ending. is the binary of most London-based relationships. It, 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 it's an incredible, mm. <laughs> it's an incredibly Londony game because you are just <laughs> stomping around, stomping around in a big trench coat as it's raining. As as people show a shot of hello, governor, will you put? Will you help me, please? I'm gonna die. <laughs> and then you go, come here, kid. <laughs> uh, and you can either you can either nurse him back to health or you can uh, kill him on the spot. And it, it, it's just a brilliant game. <laughs> it, I, I don't think I'm doing it the best justice because uh, honestly, I've not played it in five years. But it was an incredible. Uh, it has a really good storyline as well, like underratedly so. Um, it, mm. The the uh, the it, it's quite. I've, I've I've played a bit of it. Yeah, it's quite dark and introspective, and there's a lot of twists and turns, and it's it it, it, it almost like Rogue City, Robocop, Rogue City again. That it's like it, it's surprisingly deep, surprisingly long. That you can tell that it's got it's very much one of those A for effort games where, like I say, it's complete. It, a lot mm. of the mechanics feel really bespoke and and interesting. It's just a load of fun, and it's it uses the 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 setting to a really kind of uh great degree because it has this this gothic ambience and it it it, it's another one of those games where the setting and london is as much a character as any of the other characters in the game that it is aggressively Mm. and specifically set in london and you can te- uh, like you, like you said about midnight uh, or like we were saying about uh, watchdogs legion the where it felt like it was a load of kind of canadians not really understanding the ins and outs of the city i feel like it focused on don't know it's french right and i think that it was this is a real kind of love letter to that perception of victorian london that it it, it, it incorporates that those gothic tropes, that drizzly weather, that that downtrodden, downbeaten energy, and it, it it's just it becomes a lot more than the sum of its parts. And it's it's a really cheap game. You can get it on absolutely every platform now, and it's yeah, I it, really, it got really recommend um, it. it got a, a next gen patch as well. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it got an X-Gen patch as well, which is, um, uh, like, it looks and runs beautifully on, on, on PS5 and, and uh, Series X as well. So it's like, yeah, it's cheap, and it's like it's probably the best time to play it now. And it's... Uh, it's what is one of these games where you sort of think how how did they do this on what definitely wasn't like a they definitely didn't have like a mass effect budget for this but it's it it, it somehow feels like it has not quite that level of scope but but you know like on a par with it you know it doesn't feel like a budget game so um yeah that's that's a that is a really good pick and uh, and a very londony sort of game now do we have to do the fucking theme tune yeah, you do. <sighs> right. People Let me tell you why. Because you introduced it, right? And you and, and you yeah. thought you could get away with it, just like make, doing it like once or twice. But you put this upon us. So you've got to learn like the consequences of doing that. I've <laughs> <laughs> got to learn the consequences of my action. Yeah. Right, okay. It's so much now. You looked embarrassed. You looked like really, really like genuinely ashamed of it. I hate. Uh, I, mean, I also sort of feel bad for Dave Ballmer. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how regularly he listens to this, but every imagine week. him tuning in one day to, to everyone just. Well, not everyone. Me being like, this is horse, some kind of torture. This this acapella recording that. Dave, he... if you're listening, you need to make another one. <laughs> make one about Connor. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um. Uh, right, so we've got Vampire, Vampire, uh, we've got Sunless Sea, and we've got uh, Midnight Club uh, for best games set in London. Uh, I think they're all great games. I was saying, like, last time you brought Midnight Club up, like, Midnight Club is, is brilliant. One of the early kind of progenitors of uh, uh, Forza Horizon and things like that that we I love. don't really know much uh, about today, it. What do you do? Much more it? of a sort of nighttime. What do you yeah, do? So it's basically an open world racer, but it's right. um... you you drive you drive around, you beat people for their cars, you get more cars, you eventually run out of people to beat, and that's when you're the champion. Kaboom! Yeah, yeah. So good. what you're saying is that like London's sort of like window dressing for business? <laughs> no, the environment. It's all about learning the environments through which you're racing. Yeah, yeah. So therefore, Left you have turn, to right turn. Yes, but you have to you have to have good knowledge of working knowledge of London. Yeah, yeah. It's not like Forza Horizon where it literally just gives you like a GPS, like yeah. HUD. It you the the races give you generally give you a start point and an end point, and you have to like figure out the best route. And it's it's good. Like it's uh, like it, it 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 lets the player fail in a way that. Uh, modern games are probably a bit too terrified to do so uh, I, I would say that it's like lo- the streets of London are probably like integral to the experience it's definitely not backdrop so uh, so you fucked yourself with that one Colin. well okay I suppose I guess you say so <laughs> it seems like a good excuse to not put a GPS in uh, 
I mean, this was, when did it come out? It was the year 2000. GPSs didn't exist, hadn't yeah. been invented yet. It was the Victorian <laughs> era, which helped, as we've didn't, established, in London games. Didn't yeah. Crazy Taxi have with the, the Big Arrow? Wasn't that a thing? Could you just have that? Yeah, but that was a video game, Connor. It wasn't a working GPS system. Um, yeah, I mean, you know what I mean when I say GPS. <laughs> Same thing that you meant when you have, just said GPS. Have, <laughs> have, have, have any lorry drivers played Crazy Taxi and ended up accidentally driving their cargo into a lake? If you've seen... <laughs> I, uh, okay, apologies to any lorry drivers. If you've seen the way some lorry drivers drive, yeah, I think some of them have played Crazy Taxi. <laughs> yes, but have they used the GPS from Crazy Taxi to try and navigate? I don't think so. <laughs> Maybe. I can't, I can't right. confirm G- nor deny. G- GPS has existed for a while. I remember my mum's my, partner uh, in the late 90s, early 2000s, um, who was like an ex-military man and loved spending money on tech, had mm. a Garmin GPS system in his car. It was like a really old kind of black and white LCD screen. And like if you asked someone to use that to navigate somewhere today in the era of Google Maps and whatever, we would just be like, <laughs> look, we'd be looking at it like it was a fucking compass from like a, a, a like an ancient Greek like sailing ship or something we'd be like what i don't know i I feel like that was like the era where you could get like yoda and ozzy osbourne to narrate the different turns which uh, isn't really a thing anymore but was great around the sort of early (laughs) time but both of you are probably too that was a little bit afterwards that was satin abs wasn't it it was brilliant yeah yeah that was a little bit afterwards that was like sort of 2005 yeah i think 2003 Good. to sort of like yeah you could you could buy voice packs for your gps for your little garmin thing and it would little be like nav, yeah. snoop dog <laughs> telling you to to um to, to go left to go to ikea or whatever um and uh, uh i love the idea that snoop dog would like refuse to tell you where to go because he isn't a snitch um but like the uh, uh yeah so so back when the the upshot is Connor, but when midnight club came out the idea of commercial like like gps is in cars was not a thing no. they existed and i'm sure truck drivers had them and and people who had spare 3 grand to spend on something like that but it wasn't really a thing um so uh well okay i mean I'll take yeah. your word for it so you know, obviously, I mean, it makes sense these days to have like uh, GPS huds and every just you just sit in the car and it tells you where to go because that's what cars are like now. But mm. not back then. So uh, so you fucked on that point as well, Connor. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, as long as James doesn't win, I, I not to dig up like agent like rivalries, but do you think a French developer can really capture London? Uh, is that a thing? Can we can we expect that? Is that possible? Well, like I say, it's uh, like we're talking about, ah, that was was off camera. I was going to make a classic mistake where I brought up, bring up a conversation that we had off camera, but earlier we were talking about You looked proper shocked there for a minute. I thought I said something really horrible. Yeah, well, I thought you were going to put me on super blast. Like, you... No, as no, long as I don't win, I thought you were going to say just because you hate me. I'm trying to catch the straws. Like, I'm... I'm... (laughs) No! (laughs) Uh, is it the best one of the three? I don't know. I don't Probably. Know it, I don't know if it is. It's, uh, it's good, but uh, I don't know. Um, uh, can a French can a French team capture the um, can a French team capture the essence of London? 
I don't know, but as well it as Celebrity Games, a British well, they, dev based they, in London. Yeah, well, they can. I think a French team can definitely capture the spirit of London as it existed, as it existed, like a, a sort of historical version of London as it exists in the heads of everyone who's you know read a Sherlock Holmes story or whatever. Yeah, like right. a, you know that kind of like like pea soup fogs and 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 uh, uh, sort of Victorian slash Edwardian, you know, up, up to the Second World War sort of London. I think it's the kind of place that exists in the cultural consciousness uh, more than it ever did, you know, physically. That doesn't make any fucking sense. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I know you're talking um, about, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so um, yeah, I, th I, th I feel like because it's because it's like it's it's a, it's a fictionalized historical version of London, whereas Watch Dogs Legion is trying to sort of this recreate London. contemporary London as mm, it exists yeah. now or in the near future, and they ge geographically they nailed it, but culturally and conceptually they fucked it. Uh, Ubisoft games in a nutshell, isn't it? Uh, and uh, Sunless Sea is uh, that's a great game. That's a that's a that's a brilliant game, uh, beloved actually, and uh, uh, really like one of those games that really gets under your skin. It, it's uh, it's quite a good Halloween game actually. We're recording the only thing just that I would say about Sunless Sea, though, um, if I, if I could just interject, is that whereas Midnight Club yeah. is definitely set in London, Vampire is definitely set in London. Sunless Sea is set in a fictionalized underground version of a city that is called like Fallen London or something, isn't it? If I remember correctly, I've not played a huge amount of it, but is it set in actual London? It's a sequel to a to a to a browser game called Fallen London. Mm -hmm. It is it is I'm reading the wiki right now. It is Victorian era <laughs> London, which has been picked up and moved I was going so to say it's the London, is it? I was going That's to say not it's London, not really is London, it? London is it it's been moved. it is it's not really London. it is it's got, it's got it's a not... different address it's not the same place yeah that, it's not London. really London it's not really it's still London. London you know because like you know like for if if some mad fool wanted to submit Starfield right for this topic right in which you can go and visit London and it's literally just the top of the shard poking out of a featureless desert because uh, it would have cost way too much money to actually do and, anything. Yeah, try and simulate what Earth is actually like in 300 years hence. So they just go, uh, everyone left and it all got covered in dirt um, and, and you know, whatever. Um, but like, it's literally just the top of the shard poking out of a mountain of dirt. And... Uh, you could call a clever satire of London as it exists today. It's, but... it's not. It's not even like a ship of Theseus thing where they like rebuilt London like piece by piece as like moved down. It's literally they like, got the palace and everything. The Queen's there. Everyone yeah. has moved down. All the bits it's not where. Down. It's not London. It's not where London you is. Said where you said you moved from London to Bristol. Uh -huh. Were you Jim before you left? What? But it's, that doesn't make any sense. Are you Jim now? He's <laughs> yeah. not. He's not. So London. you moving not, doesn't change what you are. Yeah, he's he's no longer London Jim. He's Bristol Jim now. Yeah, yeah. L London Jim is dead. Long live the king. Uh, essentially, yeah. L L L London Jim is. Uh, it's I mean, the same city. Just don't like your cells completely change every seven years or something? There's probably um, in about three years' time there'll be nothing of him left. But it's it's, um, the, it's, it's the same. 
oh, you, you've, it's the same <laughs> London move down. They brought everything down. There yeah. is no London. You try and go back up to the surface and you, you can dive up there too long <laughs> because you're from London. So like the sun is like horrible, which, yeah. which checks out. Yeah, it, it is literally London. All right, okay. So is Connor submitting uh, a game set underneath London. Yes, yeah, so um, not in London. Uh, they, what, so Sunless Sky. What's that about then? That, Sunless you know, Sky. It's so at the at the north of the map in Sunless Sky, there's a big gate, and one of the endings is where you can go through the gate and you basically die. You walk into space and you die. Um, Sunless Sky is where. Uh, the queen and everyone from the sea goes through that gate with like resources and stuff so they don't die and then they build London again <laughs> but they they colonize a bunch of like places near there and they kill a bunch of sons and stuff there's like um, a place called I think Warbury Juxtamare which is just western supermare but in space and it's got like cosmic <laughs> horror and stuff and all sorts of things there um, I didn't pick. I didn't pick that game, despite that no, no, game no, I'm being just, better. I'm just, I'm just ask because I know you've got the wiki up. Um, no, no, okay. I, no, no. I know that game. I love that game. The reason why I didn't pick that game, I picked uh, Sun of the Sea, is because Sun of the Sea is about going to and from London. Sun of yeah. the Sea, yeah. you go all over the place. I, w- I will say, I will say, regardless of uh, where whether we get into the guts of like, does a fictional London count as London? Blah 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 blah. These are all fictional the, Londons. The, the games. Uh, look, 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 don't split fucking hairs, right? Okay. Trying to making a point that's supports your case here okay go for it right uh but it does sound like it absolutely nails the as we were talking about earlier the um the sheer the bleak sort of psychological terror of commuting in and out of london i drove to london to go to somebody's halloween party on saturday uh a really good friend that i hadn't seen in person for a little while and um hadn't gone back to london uh for over a year uh and uh so i thought it'd be nice to drive from bristol to london and um and i really enjoyed that drive because the m4 is uh well it's a dirty great motorway but it's got it's set either side of it is some lovely english countryside and and a lot of like historical thing you can you know you can see bath and a big fucking chalk horse and all that i mean not when you're driving obviously but my wife had a great time and then um uh, and because I like, because I live in Bristol, everyone's generally quite nice, and the driving's sort of very polite, and everyone's like flashes each other and goes, "Oh, you go, no, you go, no, you go." And uh, the streets are really narrow because people park on the street and turning every road into a fucking single track lane. But people are just generally really nice about it because this city, we do have a few bell ends, but it just runs on on uh, on aggressive politeness, uh, which I which which I love. And uh, it's generally a much nicer, chiller place within 20 fucking seconds of coming off the M25 and driving around in London proper, which I'd never done before in my life. Like within five minutes, I was somebody was beeping their horn at me because I had to turn around yeah. in the middle of a street. To, and I was like, this wouldn't be a problem in a normal city. Somebody mm. like having to reverse out of a drive and, and do a little three point turn. It's just a fact of life and people stop and let you think, you know, whatever. Yeah. No, no, Londoners can't fucking cope with that because I've inconvenienced them for 25 seconds. I was getting shouted at essentially. Yeah. But, uh, because, and, uh, because, because they all like going fast because they're all in the midnight club. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, exactly. So uh, I was like, so this is, um, so this is, possibly the worst uh city to to uh, to 
use the automobile in it. Yeah, to exist in, to do anything in. (laughs) To do anything in. So, um, yeah, so, uh, right, I've got to pick something now, and I'm, uh, oh, God, oh, it's fucking hard this week. What? What's that mean? V for Vampire, doing, come on. You know you want to. <laughs> I thought you were doing a Churchill salute, like <laughs> there was a cigar was going to come out. Um, Just think, think this about is, this how... Is, this is not a gang sign, by the way. <laughs> I'm already I can't, upset. Can't, can't, right, I, I, can't, I can't pick Sunless Sea. That's fine. Um, as much as it is a really good game, uh, I feel like... I feel like there's representations of um, uh, London work. Uh, basically, Mid- Mid- Midnight Club and Vampire have one thing over Sunless Sea as representations of London in that they are geographically very, uh, very accurate. Although I think Vampire in the opening sequence like gets the location of Tower Bridge quite fucking wrong, which annoyed me. But, you know, <laughs> apart from that... Um, <laughs> that was like, well, if I'm on the South Bank, that can't be over there, can it? And it ruined the whole thing for me. That's why I never finished it. Um, I mean, so, that's the kill shot, Ben. The Midnight Club surely wins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, which is what I was building to. <laughs> oh, shit. Sorry. Cut that. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. It's fine. Connor, 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 Connor said it, so I didn't have to. I think uh, Midnight Club has to be the best game set in London uh, mm-hmm. because it's, uh, it is uh, the one thing actually. The the kind of fucks Midnight Club. You have one, don't worry. But the, the, the one thing that kind of fucks Midnight Club is that it's all about going really fast, which doesn't happen in London ever, um, because uh, it's it's impossible but, to get more than twenty miles an hour. But apart from that, apart from that bit of artistic license, it's pretty nailed on. So cool. Midnight Club is the best game set in London. Uh, it's, uh, it's it's not a better game than sunless sea but it is a better london game than the other two so uh i just wanted to make that clear to everyone so um are you going to submit it for the next topic as well (laughs) no to be honest now now it's in i I think i'm i think i think i'm done with it but given that it got two chances yeah i I, I think it's it's great that it's managed to actually get in on one of them I've, I've finally gotten it over the line the route was tumultuous i didn't know where i was going at times but <laughs> we'll, we'll fight we'll finally made it yeah it was exactly like trying to navigate britain without a sat nav so you know it works yeah. all right okay thank you very much uh please leave us a five-star review if you think we deserve it which based on the last sort of 20 minutes or so we probably don't but um just be just be nice just lie just tell people it is a good podcast please give <laughs> Uh, you know, pass it along to your friends, get other people to listen. Like, you know, sit in your front room with your nan and play it. <laughs> Be like, nan, I like, I like these guys because, uh, assuming your nan's not dead, if you need know, uh, <laughs> condolences. Well, uh, all right. Thanks very much. <laughs> Speak to you later. Bye bye. Jesus.